0: Hello and welcome back to the A3 Footy Podcast. My name is Alex Catalano. Alex Miller. Good to be back in the studio for another week in a row. We've actually gotten it nice and consistent. Yep, we're going (laughs) back-to-back premieres
1: and back-to-back weeks. Now, it's a pleasure to be back and... Massive, massive talking points this week, Kat. we got to start after the episode and excited to
0: talk about it. Yes, Alex Docherty, good to be back with yes. you as well. A oh. couple of better performances, well, a better performance out of your boys this week, which I'm was sure was nice to see.
2: Oh yeah, very very good to see uh, the dogs back. So uh, I reckon it'll be back to business this week when the Suns <laughs> give us a bit of a tailing in Ballarat. <laughs> but look, we'll, we'll get to the Suns sh- uh, shortly, but what a big episode, boys. It's mm. good good to be back in the, uh, the Tom Hickey studios once again.
0: Yes, they're they're building a bit of momentum, the Suns Dock, and I know we were keen on talking about them because a big win this week for them over the Dockers. A bit unexpected. Um not ideal conditions for them in this game, but the Suns seemed to, to eat it up. They absolutely weathered about a million inside fifties, it seemed like the back line looked like some of the best it's ever been and they kept the Dockers, who've been pretty high-scoring for their standards so far this year, to just 33 points.
2: It was a strange old game, wasn't it, on, mm. on Sunday? And uh, it's interesting you bring up the weather because a lot of the Suns players said after the game that they, they do a lot of the pre-season mm. training in in, the, in these sort of conditions. The so monsoon conditions. The so monsoon conditions. That's correct.
1: <laughs> yep, that's the perfect way to describe it because it wasn't pelting down, but it wasn't... Mm. Sprinkling. So, yeah, monsoon. but That humidity, a bit slippery. I thought oh the no. ball movement, Doc, I'd like you to talk about it, was really good in terms of the conditions and just how to beat Freo. At, at the start, obviously the big thing about Freo is we know they've got a staunch defence and they're always hard to score against. And they struggled in the first quarter of the Suns. But Ju move some magnets at... at uh the the end of the first quarter and it really worked i thought
2: yeah well i th- i think after quarter time obviously Fre- I think freo were the, the dominant side after at mm. quarter time i think they were plus 10 or something inside 50s that about th- they, they recorded they they had the ball in the, hemmed in their forward half anyway and the the thing that the thing that i take out of it is that freo had nearly 30 more inside 50s yeah. and they and and the suns got up by six goals the thing that the thing that impressed me though is their clearance work. Is there is their contested work? They were plus fifteen in stoppages, mm. and they were plus. I think they were plus. or oh, what, was, what you say? Plus seventeen. Sorry, my maths are a bit bit shaky <laughs> this morning. But yeah, plus seventeen in contested possessions, and you go back and you go back to a guy like Tuk Miller who has been. Oh who's been there since the very start. Look at mm. the, read the numbers there, Doc.
1: They're uh, outstanding. 34
2: disposals, 10 clearances, 16 contested possessions, a very, uh, sorry, 17 contested possessions, 16 uncontested, seven score involvements. Eight tackles and as eight well. And eight tackles. And eight tackles. But uh, the
1: clearance numbers there, Cat, for lots of players, speaking themselves, as Doc just mentioned, there Took with 10, Rao with 9, yeah. Swallow only the 12 touches, but six of them as well, clearances. And Nara Anderson, who you know, we like to talk about Kat has mm. had a big year this year. A lot of people criticizing his ball use, but got to remember still only his third year this year or second year. So yeah, he's still, he's still a year. kid. Yeah. Um But I just think his work around the contest is outstanding. Mm.
0: Oh, absolutely. Is like, I think we've said before, everybody got so hyped up about Matty rail that we forgot that there's yeah. another kid who he went pick two and he's just as good, every bit as good as his mate. Um But I think, yeah, the midfield battle is obviously going to be important in this game and, when you've got guys like Brody Sarong on career best form. Um, they definitely have to do something big, but the back line especially, I was really mm. impressed with Miller as well. I think some guys who've had not slow starts to the year, but probably not their best form. Um, Connor Butterick is a guy I really want to... How good to have him back. Um, they missed him. You know, he struggled for form early in the year. was playing a few games in the VFL, couldn't get a, a gig back in the team, was being used more as a midfielder in there, and I thought maybe they were going to look to change up his role, but yep. he is a, a small defender at heart, a lockdown small, and... Um, Ten marks as well. Oh, sorry, eight marks in this game with te- Sean Lemons, the ten as well. He's uh, an aerial presence too, which I think really adds to the Suns' back line when they're all fit and firing, when they've got, you know, Rory Thompson and th- his addition back in there as well, I don't think can be it understated as well. Yeah,
2: I, I was just going to say, Rory, I think Rory Thompson's addition back to this team ena- enables a guy like Sam Collins to play more yep. loose because he had that... He, he, and, and
0: Ballard as well, Doc. I think we forget about him in there too. Yeah, oh,
2: he, he, it's because he plays he just plays such a consistent brand of footy, Charlie Ballard. But as you said, I think Rory Thompson enables a guy like Sam Collins to play more loose. And he mm. had I think he had about what three I think he had what three intercept marks yep. on the weekend, but it felt like it was more because yeah, he did posi- a good job on um low, uh, lob as well, Doc. Yeah, yeah. well he, he's on he's on he's on best and fairest pace again, uh, Sam mm. Collins. He, yep. he he won the best and fairest a couple of years ago. And as well, I'd like to talk about the Fords boys mm. because, look, <laughs> I'll, I'll get to my man this week, but I'm but I'm I'll, I want to look more at the small forwards. You know, I heard I can't remember who it was on Fox Footy, but I think it was da- I think it was Kingy. Kingy was um was creaming his pants about Isaac ranking. <laughs> Isaac ranking, but but I think it's plausible because yeah. his his hunger and his attack of the ball on Sunday was it was. It, it it felt good. Mm. Like yeah, it, it, it didn't kick a goal, doc, but
0: eighteen disposals obviously I think paints a picture of a guy who's he's desperate for the footy
2: Four in the forward as line as Yeah, well. yeah. yeah uh, and I'm just trying just trying to bring up his um his press his pressure axe as well. He had he had seventeen.
1: What about Malcolm uh, Rose Rosso as well? Ro- R- Roses Roses. I thought he was good as well, doc. Yeah. As as Cam mentioned, he didn't kick a goal, but his pressure around the footy was good.
2: I covered the um I covered the Saints Suns game on the Mungrel Pun a few weeks ago and. I made mention of a guy like Rose uh, of mm. Roses because he looks so clean with the ball in his yeah. hands. And, yeah. I, and look, I don't think this week was his best game, but I think he's a player that is a is a best twenty two player, um, because because he finds he find he has the agility, he yeah. has the mobility to to make those decisions and mm. and be composed with the ball in his hands. And also also as well, I don't know if he played much forward, but Nick Holman mm. had a, had a massive defensive game and. Yep. A few years ago I sort of rubbished a bit rubbished the notion of why he's in this team. But the more Suns games you watch, the more it makes sense. Yeah. 100%. Because because he attacks the ball with such ferocity that you can't afford to you can't afford to, you know, leave him out in the cold. Yeah. Uh, he, he he should he needs to be in this team. And 100%. and in conditions that suit a guy like him. He was fa- he was fantastic. Eleven tackles and thirty-one pressure acts. That's very very <laughs>
1: good. And I suppose the thing as well, Cat, is talk mm. about the smalls. You got to give credit to the tools as well. Oh, absolutely. Charles has been fantastic. I think he's already beaten expectations. And a guy who's easily cle- cleared that bar has Levi been fault.
0: averaging two goals a game. Maybe. What a job
1: he's done, Cat. I think when people thought saw him coming in, they thought, look, he'll be maybe play three four games during the middle of the year, mm. but. He's been so important, particularly with Ben
0: King's injury. And like you said, the goal averages. But just always a target up yeah, forward. Absolutely. And I think not having Lukosius now mm. is... Uh, yes, I thought maybe their forward line would get exposed a little bit for height given he'd been playing up forward, moved a bit further up the ground the past few weeks before he got injured. But Gives Joel um, Jeffrey an opportunity, though. Yeah, when he's got these guys taking the man off him and, you know, they can play him in there. And I think once... King comes back, I think they'd give Casbolt another year. Yeah, I think so. I, I think keep the structure.
1: I really like yeah. that. I think the idea of the three tools because Chole can play more of a mobile key position player than traditional marking. We've seen his groundwork take mm. massive leaps and bounds this year in a great game on the weekend. But I suppose, lastly, Kat, the guy you want to talk about was the big ruckman who is a oh, criminally yeah. underrated season, Jared Witts. But he is the rolling all Australian ruckman at the moment. Look at his stats there, Kat. I think. Kicked the goal, ten touches, nine tackles, twenty nine. Did you see adds. that goal on the weekend? Yep.
2: He he, he crumbed it like a brilliant little uh, little rover.
1: I think <laughs> the thing as well, uh, boys, is that you look at the hitters. Yes, Darcy had thirty nine to mm. is twenty nine. Both kicked the goal each, but nine tackles from Witzie to Darcy's one. That, there's huge. a discrepancy there, Cat. So it's a great call by you. You wanted to talk about
0: him. Mm. Oh well, he's just had an outstanding year. I think he's been the most consistent ruckman really in the competition, Gorn's had another good year, but I think he's had his games this year where he's had down ones. Obviously, he's had those high heights like his yeah. 25 disposal, multiple goal <laughs> game that he had a couple of weeks ago. But, you know, Witsy's such a consistent competitor, and I think um, there's too many people overlooking him once again just because he plays up on the Gold Coast. Good yeah,
2: I gu- Guaranteed, if he was still at Collingwood, he, everyone would be talking about him right now. Yeah. I want to say,
0: last week, boys, we looked at the Tigers' upcoming fixture um, and seeing where they sat in the top eight run. And obviously, um, this week, Miller, a good win to keep you well in touch. But the Suns, the next four weeks, have got the Doggies this week in Ballarat. They've got the Hawks and North Melbourne back-to-back weeks in Darwin, followed by the Crows at Metricon. I think...
2: All four of those games are winnable.
1: They
0: are winnable. And At at least, I would say...
1: Minimum two, but definitely three. Also. I think they can
0: win three of those games. I think they can as well.
2: I, I, I absolutely, I reckon they can win all four of them.
0: And if the Suns win all three of those games, or three out of four, they're sitting they seven, seven well. and six, I believe. If they win yep. all four, sitting eight and five.
2: Positive so, style. I think all, all, all of a sudden, uh, all that, all that talk about and <laughs> <Mr>. Clarkson. Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah, I think
1: and get off Stewie Jew's back, boys. I'm a big advocate of. I think that he's done the work in terms of f- forming this list, keeping what he can, building a, a strong game style of contested footy and, and hard working players. And now he should reap the awards. I don't want to see mm. someone else come in. He's definitely the right guy I, to I, lead the
2: Suns. I think last year a lot of people, st- you know, was were sharpening up the knives, but I think we need to realise that. He barely had his best team out in the park yeah. last year,
0: and he still doesn't have Ben King available yeah. this year. You know, that's I think right. I think seven six would be huge come round thirteen for the Suns. Oh, I yeah. think that's a fantastic result.
1: Absolutely, given the state, yeah, like you said, of, of having Ben King out, probably their best forward, if not their most important player. So
0: right. after that, they only play the the Cats at Metricon. They play the Lions again. And then they play the Tigers for teams currently in the top eight.
1: Yeah, and then they've got some really important games just to nail it. Like you said, they play North, but they play North again. So they play mm. North twice. they got West Coast again. They've already played them once. They um, always
0: play well against us, who they also yep. have uh, later in the year. And so, Yeah, it's a very important season. Uh, this is a very important month for the, the Suns now, Massive. boys. If and they want to be a genuine final yeah, threat, that's right. three or four of these next four games, that's I think very exciting.
2: Do you reckon? win. Do you reckon, that, do you reckon they, can, they can run out the year this year, the Suns? Yes or no? Uh,
1: I think so. I think looking at the list, there's not as many first to second year players. Mm-hmm. We now get the guys like we talked about, Anderson's in his third, fourth year. Rouse up there now. Wits has obviously been around a long time. Took as well. And even guys that are a bit lesser known, one of your favourites, Cat Will Powell, probably his yeah. fifth year this year. So got more games under his uh, belt. Budrick's probably third, fourth year. So Collins obviously very experienced. Rory thompson been around a long time. I feel like they've got the nice season list to run out a year. Yeah. Um, yeah, I worry maybe around point round 18. If they need to scrape together two, three wins to make the eight, it will be tough. But they're in a great position, as Kat said, to get a third. So I'm good just, luck to the Suns.
2: I'm just going to say quickly as well, a lot of people sleeping on Sean Lemons. I thought he played a really good yeah. game, on, game. On, on the weekend.
0: One of their best ball users, I think, Lemons at the moment, which is hard to say in a team that has a couple of fantastic ball users. Powell is definitely one of yeah. those. I'd like to see his Jackie one-on-one
1: Bows, too. percentage boys as well. Mm, see so exactly. how many times he gets beaten in a one-on-one. I think that you'd be surprised Sean Lemons is pretty rarely beaten. But Yeah, ab- Absolutely. We go from the good <sighs> to the bad, unfortunately,
2: Cat. Yes, <laughs> it was a bad, that's bad a of, weekend. There's a lot of bad going on here. <laughs> yes,
0: for my bombers, unfortunately, after the high highs of that comeback win against the Hawks, back to reality. Um, I think is the the term I've used a couple of times this year. <laughs> well, I want to ask you and straight up, Cat, was um, the effort
1: there for your for
0: your point of view? I don't think so. Not for four quarters. And why Certainly wasn't it? Wasn't.
1: Why do you think? Because coming off, as you mentioned, the high of highs, mm. you're an the man, obviously. You love this club and you you know what they're about and you know what their best can produce. And this wasn't it. But it's a massive game, obviously, you talked about last week against yep. Sydney. So what
0: went wrong for you? You look at the, the team stats, boys, and everybody's talked about the tackles out mm. of this game. Once again, really, really disappointing. Um I think just the defence is not there. Thirty tackles for a whole match of footy is not enough. It's not good enough. The,
2: the, the, it, it's just it's just a s- small bit of the problem. I mean, minus twenty five in tackles, despite the fact that Sydney had thirteen more contested possessions. And you're right, it isn't good enough. Then then there's no, they're not tough around the ball. Uh, some somebody said somebody said uh, on the weekend that they're too nice for a football club, and I think that's probably a, an accurate reflection of where they're at. Because you look, you look at the bombers of two thousand, and every as a bulldog supporter, they smashed us every year. Mm. They, they were, they were, they the team I feared playing the. Uh, I feared my team playing the most, and and yeah. and and now you look at you come against Essendon, and it's like oh, you know, you might get an, it. it mm. More often than not, you think oh, it's an easy W.
1: That's a very good sum up there, Doc. I agree with that. I feel like this team last year had an established style cat, and they've sort of, I don't know if they moved away from it. Because of how the years panned out or personnel. Um, yep. I'd like to get your thoughts in a second. But I suppose one thing that jumps off to me, gents, is the inside 50 camp 60 um, to 49. So plus 11 in Sydney's favour, uh, Cat. But the major stat is 35 scoring shots to 17. You're never, yeah. ever going to win a game. Yes, D- double scoring shots. Yeah. So I, I suppose to start then back to the original question is. What has
0: happened game style-wise, do you think? Well, I think last year we were the number one tackling team in yep. the competition. So, obviously, that's a huge dip in the level of pressure and intensity that they're bringing. I, I don't want to blame that on having one player out. You can't no. just say having Tippin Woody not there is going to do that. There's a big number there, Cat He doesn't have 30 tackles on his own. Is that the uh, the forward 50 efficiency there? I
1: think, yeah, 36%. Mm. So if you're going to have 11 less entries, you need to be hitting that 50% mark. If yeah. you I think the, the
0: forward structure is obviously suffering without a guy like Harry Jones, but... Aaron Francis,
1: where's he at? In the team? I feel like
0: I've asked you this every week, Cat. <laughs> I, I heard well last time we spoke
1: VFL. So do you know if he's on track for a return or?
2: Just just quickly before you answer that, Cat, uh, um, Essendon lowest ranked tackling team in the competition. They only average forty three tackles. Yeah. Well,
1: who's <laughs> the next position team there, Doc? Do you have who's second last? You wouldn't
2: believe it. It's actually Richmond. Yeah. Uh, forty six tackles okay. per game. So yeah, forty three tackles per game in a team in, in a game where in a game where tackle and pressure acts. Are uh, key.
1: Well, as Cam mentioned as well, Doc, this they were first last year. Yeah, you right. don't go first to last and and think that everything's going to be the same. So, look, and I think as well, there were some guys who had a dip. Archie Perkins, who was rewarded with an extension, and Cat mm. sort of had a smile on his face about it. And <laughs> yes, there were some I'm guys. Very, I,
0: th- I thought he was good in this yeah. game. He was our highest tackle winner, boys. Five tackles from Archie.
1: Who else were you impressed with, Cat, on the weekend?
0: <laughs> there weren't many. <laughs> I, <laughs> I thought Hepple had a dip. He was all right, I think. Once had more again, more of a dip on the catch <laughs> God, once again, most of his touches are those <laughs> cheapies off the half back line. He's not winning any sort of hard ball. He's not even winning those. You know, he he had four marks in this game, but I thought one when he initially moved into the half back line, he was being more of an yeah. intercept player, um, and now I think he's just more of that. Jack evil type when he moved down there, who's just getting those possessions off the kickouts and
1: would you move him back into the guts for a week or two? I don't. Nah. I don't think that's the solution nah. for Heppel.
0: I think I don't know what he needs at the moment. Some, the he ass ass something he needs something.
2: I was impressed with Zach Reed uh, on the on the weekend. Yes, I thought Reed, I thought he stood up really well.
0: Reed, one of those players that definitely did have a dip. Ridley is has been really consistent Any throughout the year. Yes, Hobbsy, I thought had his best
2: game so far. He was really impressive. Before he went off, I thought Caldwell showed enough, showed more guts than half the team. What happened yeah.
1: to Merritt? Had only the fourteen touches.
2: He got concussed, didn't he?
0: Did he? Yeah. I didn't say. Here I think go. yeah, he's. We had Caldwell off injured. Yeah, Merritt concussed. So, but once again, the tackle count, boys. Um, Caldwell, who came off the ground injured, had our second most tackles for the game, equally with three. That's crazy.
1: Where, where's Draper at as well, Kat, from your perspective? He's very hot and cold for mine. One week we talk about him being mm. one of the best emerging rucks in the comp, and then he has a week like this four touches and 16 hitouts, albeit obviously the, the Sydney duo of uh, Laddams and Hickey are good. Um, but wh- where's he at? I think, think look, Draper. we have to remember he hasn't
0: even played 50 games yeah. yet, Draper. So he's always going to be hot and cold. I think he's building well enough um, for him to be a guy that's selected as our number one ruck every, every week. week. Yep. Um, that. I, I don't mind him and Brian together. I don't mind him and Phillips together. What's your preference? to uh, a as, long as, it's not, as long as it's not Peter Wright, I'm happy. Because <laughs> <laughs> you, take, you take him out of the forward structure and it's rooted. What about Matty Luenberger mid-season draft up? <laughs> <top? Would> you, <laughs> <laughs> you look at bringing the old. Oh, he might do I'd, a better I'd, job I'd, than I'd some rather
2: I'd rather a stump. Play Rucker ahead of Matty Lumberger. I suppose. I suppose. have got to ask you the question then, Cat. Mm. Uh, what do you make of the whole Dylan Shield situation? Obviously, mm. he's been under fire a lot. Um, and tough th- year for him this year. He's a, he, it's been tough for him since he came in. he has been late. It's been
0: he deserved this treatment th- last year, not this year.
2: Yeah, well, absolutely, he does. <laughs> but he he's been un, He's been under fire all, all mm. just ever since he's come across from the Giants. There was a big money signing, and you know, he c- coughed up two first rounders to get him, and now he's. Now we're finally seeing that P, uh, players, uh, Luke Parker's, mm. uh, you know, figuring him out. He's playing mental <laughs> mental games with him. He, like, uh, why? Where? Why, where? Where is he at? I think. Look, it's fair enough. You have to demand,
0: you know, high quality from your high quality signings. So I think, you know, the same thing happened with Hind, who obviously didn't come with the the biggest amount of prestige, but given his form last year, um, he deserved the the criticism as well. So. I don't know. I think I've I've always thought the midfield structure needs a lot of work and there's too many similar types of players. I don't know. I still don't know where Shield fits in in the grand scheme of it. And Do you like him on a wing cat or not? I don't think he, he's not a good enough ball user to be along the wing. Is the thing for I mine. think
1: that, but also think I feel like with time and space he will get he, he would be a better user.
0: Mm. I feel like when he, the pressure's on him he struggles a bit. So I don't know if you've watched much bombers this year. More, I haven't. There's, there's not much yeah. time and space available to any player. Yeah.
2: No, a lot, most of the times about seven seven handballs into, <laughs> into 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 um teammates under yes. pressure. Well,
1: where's the but contract at? cat so it's it was obviously a 6 year deal worth reportedly 4.8 mm. so what year, do you so i think off the top he's
0: got he's got 2 years left in that then so
1: that's big money to be sitting on the list he'll be mm. 31 32 when the deals up cuz he's 29 at the moment
0: yes i suppose yeah oh, I think the midfield, of anything, is what needs to be looked at the most this off-season, just to decide who's playing what kind of yeah, role. That's and that's a great call. Really solidify it. I like that we've got the guys who can rotate. I think not having Langford in there is throwing the balance off a little bit. Very important last year he was. Between the forward line and the midfield group, so not was, having Stringer every single yeah. week as well is always going to hurt us. So do you
1: think it's sort of a bit like a St Kilda situation, Cat, where me and Doc and all three of us actually extensively mm. talked about what's a guy like Sebross' role with crouching and then moving magnets Mm. around. Brad Hill as he wings the upback. I think
0: he is kind of falling into that, yeah, that Sebros kind of... He's not the same kind of player, um, but... Maybe surplus to demand with what he's he's.
1: Do you offer him there. around then next year, Doc? Come try table Dylan Shield. I don't know how much well, value he's yeah, got I was, now. going to say. Well, if we he, see, well he's,
2: not, well, he's on big money. He's on a big money salary. We either. see a
1: Treloar situation where Essendon are saying, "Well, we'll cut half his salary or quarter no. of his salary." And yeah,
2: we'll we'll pay we'll pay a quarter of the salary and you take sons. It.
1: Would the sons look at someone like that?
2: Nah, I don't, I don't, I don't think not in their don't midfield don't group. No, nah, not, not in their. Mid- he probably wouldn't be in a lot of midfield groups at the moment. Probably north, and that's it. Maybe West Coast, but yeah. even then, but even then they're in they're in rebuilding phase and shields that's true and shields got to be in a probably got to be in a win now. That's tank. right. And I
1: suppose if you mm. are north and you take on that contract, takes a big din. But look, we hope for better times for
0: for the Rutten. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's my entire life
1: can, so far.
2: Can, can yeah. I can I just say as well? I think the um the amount of media heat on Ben Rutten's a bit unfair because so he, he just got there. Yeah, I he, agree. he's only he's only been there for ten minutes. And, and all of a sudden, you know, yeah, the, yeah, the Essendon are what two and seven, mm. and gotta remember as well the run to start the year's been tough for the Dons.
1: It like hasn't. it's been hard enough with the teams they've played, but the injuries they've sustained. So, mm. and I agree, Doc. You remember the last year what we said about Essendon and Rotten? They were a good team. Yeah. Um, and now this is the thing though with the media: twelve months, and we can hate you as much as we used to. So, <laughs> look, we, we do. I do hope mm. the Bombers bounce back because I, I feel for the young players. I hope the guys. Um, that are not getting these whiplashings every week and not getting shot of all confidence. But
0: well clearly that they do enjoy being at the club or someone like Perkins <laughs> wouldn't be signing a two year deal. Yeah, sure. Apparently we're very close to getting Cox and Reed done as well. So I think I think I read good news.
2: I think I read as well uh, Hindy got a got an extension yeah, as well. 2024. Yeah. Two years yeah. as well for Hines. I like so Zach Reed news.
0: as Doc mentioned. Big on him. I hope he plays the rest of the year, Kat I think he will. Yeah
1: I think, I think he, he, he will.
2: will I think he will too better than
0: playing that bloody spud Zerk Thatcher every single week. <laughs> <And> just <laughs> last we <laughs> get...
2: Cat has absolutely thrown Zerk Thatcher under the bus. Before there. we get to our he's next done, team, he's done, mate. He's done. I, I think <laughs> he's done.
1: A guy that people have forgotten about and forget how important he is is um, Hurley. Yes. Yes, he's not going to be anywhere near what he was, but he's just his leadership and his cool head and and his physicality is something that. When he's mm. back, that'll be much needed.
2: Is, so. he, is he is he far away early or is
0: uh, it? Yeah, we well, haven't played a game of AFL yet, Doc. So
2: yeah, okay, he's Still certainly. Sure. So um, yeah, as no, he, he's uh, he's nowhere to be found yet. As far as I'm
0: aware, he's still ramping up his training loads.
2: Still on Gilligan's Island, I think. <laughs>
0: yeah, poor bugger. Uh, Alex Miller, you wanted to talk a bit about North Melbourne. Yep. Um, obviously, year's not going too flush hot for them. One and eight as it currently mm. stands, and. No look at a win in sight as of recent weeks anyway. The average losing margin over the past month has been about, (laughs) I think, about 60-odd. Yep. Maybe 65, something like that. (laughs) Probably even more. (laughs) Which is not ideal, obviously. Still a rebuilding team. Obviously a team full of a lot of youngsters. But we want to touch on... Things that maybe are going a bit wrong around the rebuild. Well, not around the rebuild, but despite the rebuild, perhaps.
1: Yeah, well, I think at the start of the year, we, we saw what this team were capable of. We know that they weren't going to win a lot of games. They'd be competitive. They've only gone down the Hawthorne by 20 points and a hot starting Hawthorne to start the season, Doc. Beat West Coast, which was expected and needed to be done. Uh, obviously pumped by Brisbane, hurt their confidence, but responded the week after with only 11-point loss to Sydney, who many consider a top-four team. But the weeks that followed, as Kat mentioned, have hurt, I think, the confidence and just the belief in the team. You know, Bulldogs by 68, Geelong by 60, Carlton by 50, Frio Frio, by 78, and then Port by 69. Melbourne this week. Uh, not going to get any easier, then St Kilda, then the Suns. I think they're $17 to win that game north. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't be putting uh, 50 cents oh on that game God. the way they're looking at. But what has gone wrong, which which cat mm. wants to talk about, I think that just the confidence. I think they're, they're, they're thinking too broad, Doc. I think that David Noble needs to slim it down and say, this week I just want to win the contested possession count. Or this week I just want to win mm. the inside 50 count. I think they need to condense it more a bit. And... That's talked about across all sports, particu- uh, just with young players, getting them onside and, and invested um, in, in what needs to be done, Doc. So for me, I, I feel like if they can aim this week to, you know, a, a good team like Melbourne's obviously prided on contested possession and scoring heavily. If, if North can go head-to-head and be only lose by 10 or go even with contested possession... That's should be the goal this week. I think they just need to narrow objectively a bit more.
2: Yeah. Well, the thing about the well, you make a really good point about being, about playing contested nature because that's that's where most foundations of football teams start. Yeah. And they got belted by Port on the weekend. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Plus thirty three. Uh, but yeah, look, it's not probably not going to happen this way against Melbourne. But I think there's two big issues with with North, and you highlighted that one. And the, the second one is the lack of outside run and overlap carry. Which look, maybe. Look, we we saw a little bit of it towards the back end of last year. They were more competitive in games, and and we expected a little bit more of them this year. But I think they've gone th- three steps backwards. Three steps backwards. I, I think
0: I've got at times a few questions over the players that do get a look in or haven't been getting a consistent look in. Jerry uh, Pollock, Lucky <laughs> <laughs> Young. Yes, what are the names that stand there. out to you, though, Cat? I'd like to know. Uh, there's two really on my mind. The guy who has played, I think it's five or six games this year, Tom Powell. And the other one is Charlie Combin. Comben, uh, Combin from all accounts has been working his absolute arse off in the VFL. Training's um, apparently bus bus he's got more than anyone. Yes, trained as a defender. But you at you've the start been big of on Charlie season. Combin. Yes, yeah. I am very big on this kid. Trained the early part of the season as a defender, didn't end up being used there, has been playing rock forward in the VfL, been doing really, really well. Tom Powell been he had a a run of games at the start of the year. I think he was medical sub for a couple. Yeah. And then he played VFL and then he came back in this week. What what use is it Miller this young kid hmm. who's trying to make a name for himself in the midfield group you're trying yeah. to get some experience into him what's the use of the inconsistency in the team well, he's we, one of those guys that you'd think you want yeah. him in every single week building 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 it's what how LDU started yeah. building his yep. you know profile in the midfield and Powell, you'd probably see as a similar sort of player. I do wonder if it is a midfield balance thing. Maybe they've struck that balance wrong and that's why they don't have Powell in every week because I don't think he particularly played poorly enough to justify being out for, I a three-week span. Yeah, well, it's a great question. Um, We've talked
1: about Tom Powell, three of us, extensively last year. We liked his work. His effort's always there. That's a great point, though, about the blend cat. Look, I'm... As Doc alluded to as well, the outside run is the area of concern for mine. I don't know who's going to run the wings for the future of this team. Obviously, um, I like Bailey Scott. Yeah, I think so. But again, he's been a guy who's been thrown forward, half-back, wing, um, all over the shop. I think he's got the tank now. And Curtis Taylor's a guy I'd like to see get more of a run on the wing. Probably a question of his tank is where it's at.
2: Yeah, I, I think I think he's gone a couple of steps backwards, Curtis Taylor, and I like him. Yeah. I, I, I think he's a player that... That has got good talent, but I think he hasn't found enough of the ball this year.
1: Yeah, and I think it's a result of just being played in multiple positions. Eddie mm-hmm. Ford's a guy who doesn't get a lot of it, but when he does, he's prone to kick a goal um, and, and works his ass off. So, look, there's, there's guys that... I don't know how Jane Stevenson's retained his spot for so long. He just needs a spell well, that's, that's for a he, week. He needs. He just a drop needs a week off, cat, and just say, look.
2: I, I think I think he needs more than a week off, Stevenson. <laughs> Go for the he needs VFL. He vacation. <laughs> Go
1: for the VFL. Show me a real crack and give me something. Yeah. Um, and, and just guys, I think Kane C- Turner. I'm not sure how he's consistently getting a game. I'd rather see, um, you know, other guys. Um, Hayden, give give him a game. Mm. In the,
2: he's a guy who tries his guts at. I rem- I remember 2020 season. Caron Hayden probably played what most of the year, yeah. if not all of the year, and as that little nuggety back pocket type player, yeah. he threw his body in almost everything. Yeah, and and it's good to see him back. I want to see more of him.
1: Char- Charlie Lazaro as well, cat one of your favorites yeah, and my favorite. Sort of been great last year on the wing, ran his guts out, out both ends. Yeah. He wasn't always kicking goals or getting spores, but he ran the wing well and mm. just hasn't
0: had a crack this year. I just, I think a guy like Lazaro talked about Bailey Scott. Yeah, um, and I think.
3: Uh, Terence Thomas,
0: Thomas. Uh, three guys I'd like to see Use as wing rotations. You know, Pollock's not going to be there forever. <laughs> Shouldn't be there at all. Flynn Perez <laughs> was has been used up on the wing, but I think he looks a little bit out of his depth. I think while he's still getting games, he yeah. should be more of a half back or back pocket kind of user. Luke McDonald on the type. wing. Would you think about that, Doc?
2: Luke McDonald. Yeah. Um, we saw it last year. Yeah, I mean Luke McDonald played you know more up the ground uh, in recent years, and I think it it has worked because he, he won a best and fairest too, yeah. did he not? Um, yeah, oh, I think I think that's not a bad not not a bad shout. Um, I, I talk about it as well. Paul Curtis is a player that I'm big on yes. at the mm. moment. I think Glider, his, he's glad he's gotten a shot. His, yeah. his pressure work as as a forward as a forward half operator is is very very impressive. Keep him in. He's yes. been very good. Need need, need to keep him in. Get uh, rid uh, of that. <laughs> get
0: rid of Jack Marnie. Doc, and <laughs>
2: your mate. Yeah, forever. And uh, get rid of him. Only the one tackle this <laughs> week. Uh, you little midget.
1: Get out of here. <laughs> I just think as well. Obviously, something that is not related to this season boys, but hasn't gone right was the ruck situation. I think when Goldstein was highly demanded two years ago by Geelong, they, they should have pulled the trigger. hundred percent. No, he's been a great servant and fantastic clubman, but you had, um, Chera coming through and lots of questions around why St Kilda chased him so hard. Me and doc <laughs> particularly were saying, what the hell are you doing? But,
0: Is there an implication that St. Kilda confused Tom Campbell and Tristan (laughs) Sherry?
1: North have done well identifying that talent and keeping it. And Mm. I think Colman Jones is going to be – they want him there long term. And Jack Edwards, a guy last year – is it Jack Edwards? or Jacob Edwards. Jacob Edwards. Taken in the draft last year, mid-year. Massive unit. Mm. Um, They really like his work. But I would have offloaded Goldstein a year or two ago because now he won't have as much value. But, again – I feel like we talked about the, the leaders of the club last week, Doc, but I think maybe Melbourne's probably not the right week to do it, or maybe it is. I need. I think I want to see a reshuffle. Like Kat said, get Thomas on the wing, get Lazaro on the mm. other. Coleman Jones centre-half forward. Uh, Stevenson in the f- half-forward uh, midfield blend like goey, Zerha working up the ground. Scott in the wing. Um, Curtis Taylor half-forward. Zebel Dan back. I want Zebel back um, for the experienced head. Pair him with McDonald. Davis Uniac in the middle. Um, Jed, An- Jed Anderson's been good since coming back. Um, I, th-
0: I think they had a build that was working yeah, last year. Yeah, but they've gone away from it, Kat. Seems like a few positions have been sort of played around with. and Stuffed. I think for young players, Doc, you just need that consistency yeah. in their games. Like I said with Powell and Combin, you know, give them some consistency. They'll grow into their roles. But you can't be doing this. You know, trying them out in a couple of different positions every week—nonsense.
2: I don't, I don't know how how many more weeks Lockie Young has got to. Uh...
0: <laughs> or yes, surviving yeah. Lockie Young in this team somehow <laughs> for no. his
2: cult—absolute <laughs> crab of a player. Uh, also, get Josh Walker out of this team. He's yeah. too old, too slow for the. There's a lot of these players here that, are, look, look, they've got roles in the team, but if they're being belted by you mm. know seventy points, then what's the bloody point? Yep. Play the kids and also get, get R2 out as well. I think he's <laughs> hopeless.
0: Jeez, there it is. Giving him a whack. Fair shot. Uh, let's go get on to one of our favourite segments, yes. boys. Who's the man? Every week we choose our best player from the week. We'll start with you, Alex Miller. Who's yes. your man this week? Yes. I know you've chosen someone yep. from Swam. Yep. Much to my dismay. Um, <laughs> but he was very, very good on Saturday night.
1: Yeah, Swam footy. We're going uh, to the midfield, and it's Chad Warner. Chad, Chad, Chad Warner. Warner, one of our favorites today. Three became a meme and now become a great player on the field. Uh, our, fa- our
2: favorite PS triple advocate. <laughs> Thirty-two
1: touches. My favorite blend boys of sixteen kicks and sixteen handballs. Yeah, seven marks, three tackles, five clearances, five hundred and seven meters gained, six inside fifties, twelve score involvements at seventy-five percent in the dewy conditions. But uh, was very good again this week and. He's had an underrated year, I think, with Callum Mills being good and Errol mm. Gordon coming up into the midfield. Uh, Chad has been very important this year, and we'll get a big chance this weekend with Robot out, more midfield type for him. So I like that. Yeah,
0: chat. one of those types of players that we just let run rampant on us, <laughs> like the Chad. Yeah. He was outstanding on the weekend. Uh, makes me remember bloody Wixie beating us up the first time we <laughs> played them last year. Uh, the young boys just have a field day. Yeah. Who, who have you got, Doc? Yes, for give man. us your man, Doc.
2: We're going to go back to the Sun game, or yep. the Snuz game. The Snuz <laughs> game. Go, snuzz. Um, Oh, The reason why we haven't talked about this guy uh, before is because we saved him for this segment. Big Mabsy. Mabia Chol. Mabsy. Four goals, two, in the in wet and greasy conditions. You know, they're, they're conditions that aren't, that aren't suited for the big tools, but... Uh, Marv's just treated it as if it was uh, another, another sun, sunny day at Punt Road. Um, yep. for, just the way he moves and and the way he presents as a forward option was fantastic. Um, it's a big reason why, they, why the Suns paid uh, some, yep. some significant money to get him across as a free agent. And as well, four, four marks of four tackles – his forward work, his his pressure work yeah. as, as a key forward was fantastic as well, and four contested marks as well. Yeah, which um, outlines mm-hmm. just how how strong he was in those in those uh, very very poor conditions. Also the seven score involvements as well. So he he, he gets involved. Yeah, and, absolutely. He and, does and you know we, we all love Mavsy. He's getting better each week. Is the scary He's, thing as well. So they yeah.
1: they're paid well for development. We, we,
2: yeah. we talk about yeah we talk about Ben King being out, but. You know and and casbolt li- uh, lifting up another level or two when he probably had no right to yep. but but Mabsey's just found himself another another level in this game and oh, I can't wait to see him and King
0: play alongside
2: each oh, other yeah, it's gonna, oh it's gonna be fun and,
1: and to put in mind as well Ch- chol and casbolt kick six between them and Lob <laughs> and um Tracy won so yeah. great job by the Keith and,
2: and I think that one came late in the game <laughs> <it>? yeah <laughs> But a guy
1: who enjoyed a great run around against his former mob cat is your man of the week. And i love you to read out his name, his stats, and everything you loved about his game on the weekend.
0: Oh, they were paying him to kick snags against them, were the pies. Uh, Adam Treloar, boys. I stole this off Doc. I know he was going to choose his man, Adsy. But uh, a, a phenomenal game. He loves to lift in these mm. must-win games. We Does need some transparency here. <laughs> Does that. 35 touches, 3 snags, boys, which is very, very nice. 3 marks, 3 tackles, 8 clearances. Five hundred and thirty-seven meters gained. Nine score involvements. Well. Yeah. Four inside fifties. Yeah, I think. Um, I think he didn't even know there was a medal for this yeah. game because all the players looked very confused when they <laughs> when they accepted the the medal and the trophy out of this one. Um, but what a phenomenal game! Doc, he's, when he is at his best, he's a goal-kicking midfielder, Law. He Stop impacts him. across all areas of the ground, and he's just unstoppable once you get him going.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I've said it since we, since we acquired him a couple of years ago. He's, he's probably one of the best exponents of of, uh, of a goal outside 50.
0: Loves a goal on the run, doesn't he? Loves
2: a goal on the run. No. But if you,
0: him, if you put him 30 metres on the slightest of angles, we'll he'll it. spray it.
2: Yeah, well... <laughs> You'll finish it in the
0: pocket. <laughs> it, 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 it's, it's
2: a bit like Travis Clark. You put him 30 metres out in a set shot and he sprays it. He sprays it, but you put him on a boundary line 50 metres out, he slots it about <laughs> nine times out of ten.
0: He has to be one of the best long-range shots at goal on the run in the competition. Big 200th game this week, so congrats to him. Yeah, Ooh. oh,
2: very good. And uh, I hope that hope that 300K uh,
0: per season is doing, doing you well, Collingwood. Yes, very nice. We'll take a look at the results out of the round and the ladder so far, boys. Uh, obviously, that game on the Friday night, the Dogs getting up with a nice eight-goal win over the Pies. Alex Miller's Tigers with a 23-point win over the Hawks. Even though they came back late, Miller, good steadying by your mob later. Yes, there. no, uh, the
1: beers were flowing, so I wasn't too worried about the end of the
2: game. Uh, <laughs> so good. He was just wondering where the uh, next beer was coming
0: from. <laughs> <laughs> Port doing in the North Melbourne. Kangaroos by 69 points. Absolute drumming in Tassie. St nice. Kilda off the back of a t- uh, 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 last quarter by Paddy Ryder that you'll never see again, 10 points. <laughs> the Swans doing in my mob by 58 points. The Lions just cruising to a nice six-goal win over the The Suns, as we mentioned Ghost earlier, good 36-point win over the Dockers. The Blues, ruining Leon Cameron's last game as coach by five goals. And the D's only winning by 74 points over the Eagles. Unfortunately, we want to see a bloodbath, boys. Yeah, I yeah, know. No. Oh, that. we wrote down the margins as well. Oh, Who was yes. closest Let to this margin? It would oh. have been whoever was lowest.
2: Yeah, whoever was lowest, because I, I said 148. Which I think yeah. might
0: have been you, Alex Miller. Margins. Uh, Doc
2: said 148,
1: Cat said 122, and I said 98. Uh, so Alex
0: Miller is our winner no,
1: you, you win of that. the margin, 20 points off. Not bad. That's no, not too bad. I, I thought it wasn't going to be a drubbing just because I, I thought Melbourne was going to be a bit of sleep. <laughs> yeah, no,
2: yeah, no, they were in cruise control
1: in
3: the second. Mm. What do
0: we owe you, mate? Are you a beer each. Yeah, why not? All right, yeah, we no. got it. We got to shout him. Call 10. Remember that. And uh, Alex not, Miller, do you want to run us through the ladder as not, well? Not ten. Not ten beers <laughs> while you're at it.
3: The
1: ladder is looking uh, very, very interesting, particularly that middle bracket. At the bottom, uh, West Coast and North, one win each. Um, GWS and Essendon, 16th and 15th, respectively, two oh, yeah. and seven. Cat, Puig, Sigh. Hawthorne and uh, Adelaide, three and six. And then from th- uh, 12th to 9th, uh, oh, in the order, bottom to the top, Suns, Collingwood, Port, and the Dogs, all four and five. Richmond, the eight, uh, five and four, equal with Geelong in seventh. And then. Um, St Kilda and Swan six and three, Carlton and Fremantle in fourth and third respectively seven and two, Brisbane eight and one in second and the team still undefeated don't show any signs of letting up. Melbourne nine and still zero still undefeated. Um, it's really interesting. Cal here at the ladder, lots of teams. Uh, mm. two and two together, three and six, four and five, five and four, all, all bunched up. So very interesting. But more on to our
2: next segment, Kat, What about yes. favourites?
0: One of our favorites, one of our favorite news segments. We've got Doc's deep dive. Yes, once again this week.
2: Get, getting a bit of traction at the moment, Doc's deep dive. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm liking it.
0: You've taken a look at uh, a man who was very, very strong on the weekend. One of Alex Miller's favorite at the Tigers, and he'll be hoping he signs on mm. once his contract is over.
2: W- when is he out of contract? Just quietly. Uh, not this year. Next year, I believe. Ah, I he'll, 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 he'll sign for life.
1: One, Mr. Shy Bolton, Doc.
2: Yes. Well, I, I did hint it was probably going to be Morris uh last week, but he was useless, as Mal- Alex Miller put it. Uh, off air. He had
1: four seven coach points. Seven super coach points. That's,
2: <laughs> that's, coach that's not good points. enough. Not good enough, Morris. Nah, sorry Morris, you uh you you miss out. But Shai Bolton is probably would you argue he's the top is he's one of the top five players in the comp right now. Yep.
0: I'd
1: say the way he's played.
0: He'd be he'd be in your Australian team easily. Yep. Easily. Definitely.
2: I agree too. I think he I uh, agree with top five. Agree with all Australian. He's he's a guy that's doing it all at the moment. And I've highlighted a couple of points here. Um that, high, that that outlines just how good he is around the ground, In in mm. at the MCG on on a on a, Saturday, on a soggy Saturday afternoon, you'd, you'd say. <laughs> good way to put it. Yeah, oh, it was crap. Um, <laughs> the conditions were crap. Hawthorn um, we'll, were crap. Yeah, but let's let's start with the second quarter. We're, we're nine minutes in. Um, he's he's attending this centre bounce. Um, I, th- I think I think it was Richmond just kicked a goal. He starts in the centre bounce. He starts defensive side and. He immediately engages in, in his direct opponent. Not sure who it is. Irrelevant to the point. But he he works to get the um the ruck contest is made. Ball ball spills out to the front spot where he is, and he just all he has to do is just get a toe on it in wet soggy conditions. That's all you got to do. That's all you got. It's just basic football at, the, at at this point. We go a little bit later on. This is this is towards the end of the second quarter. So he starts outside fifty, and the ball is kicked towards his direction. Yep. He initially gets to spoil, and then he follows up, and then he follows up chasing the ball to the next contest, and then he keeps going. the ball The ball continues to go deep inside Richmond's forward fifty. He lays a forward fifty tackle, and but however the ball the ball spills out. But however, it's going to come back in the next play. So he stays proactive. He stays around that in that little 25, 30 meter hotspot, which, yep. which um if you play football you know what you know what I'm talking about. So the ball kicks it. The ball. Then goes inside fifty again. He crumbs the ball. He he he's at the foot of the contest. I think it might have been Rewalt at the at that point who, yep. who, who gets who who um, who's in the who's in the contest. <laughs> he crumbs the ball. He evades a couple of attack. He evades a couple of would be tacklers and he puts it on his right boot. Right boot snaps a goal. That it, it takes about <laughs> takes about three seconds and that's not a lot of time. Mm. He he he's quick on his feet. So we go from that to, the third quarter. Six minutes in, he starts. He starts around the half forward line, and he sort of hovers around. He he stays on the move. So the Tigers win the center clearance, and Lynch contests the ball, which mm. which he, I think he's about forty meters out, thirty five meters out. He contests the ball, big spoil, and Bolton gets the loose ball, and he get and and wins the ground ball, and it just shows. Whilst nothing comes out of that play. It just shows how dangerous he is around ground level because he stays, he stays on the move, he stays proactive. Yep. Moving into the last quarter now, there's a couple of a couple of plays late in War's game, and this is and Richmond have sewn it up, and this is where you know he could probably cool his jets down a little bit, but he can't, but this is, but this is shy Bolton in his very best. He here. said no,
3: he says no. <laughs> I'm still there's going.
2: A, so we get a stoppage in the middle of the ground. This is 28 minutes in, and Bolton starts behind the stoppage, and his direct opponent at that at that point at that point in time. He engages with the Richmond player that's in front of them, that's in front of him, and it allows Bolton to sort of play his own, play by himself. He wins the loose ball, um, wins the loose ball. He gathers it under, unattended, and he just throws it onto the boot inside mm. fifty. Now, at this at this particular point, it's a turnover, but that's what you want to see from from a player of Shy Bolton's caliber, just yeah. being able to gain distance and meterage. And just be able to win clearances because clearances are key in, in in the modern day footy. Not too long after that, the contest there's another contest on the wing, but he hangs back at about half forward, and he's he's counting on his teammates to win to win the ball and and get it forward. Like he, he knows he knows yeah. where the, he knows where the ball's going to go if they win the footy, and sure enough, the ball comes his way, and the neck and the nearest Hawthorn player is probably with about fifteen to twenty meters. Now, Jarman Impy has the speed to catch him, or at least cover up at least fifteen of those meters. But Bolton's got the speed and the agility t- to work the angles and and gain another couple of meters and and buy him that time to snap it on the snap it on the right boot, kick the goal. Yep. And and that's and that's why Shy Bolton, I think, is a, is a dangerous top five player mm. in the competition because he's so clean at ground level. Mm. He's got the speed. He's got the agility to to break away from. Really, really from from players like Jamin Impey, who's not a slouch defender, he's quite quick on yeah. his feet himself. But the fact that he can he has he has that ability to find an extra couple of seconds to assess situation, throw it on the boot and and have the skill set to finish it off mm. is it's why I think he's a very good player. Love Outstanding,
0: it. Doc. I love it. I love the the insight on what players are doing off the ball as well, or before they have the footy. Very important. Something that doesn't get looked at all too often, I think, when we look at the numbers.
2: Yeah, well, I should get a job at Fox Footy. <laughs> <laughs> get him
0: on the analyst desk.
2: Yeah, well, come on. <laughs> I'd rate it. I'd get him on there. Uh, well, <laughs> no, well, don't ask Peter Sell that. I got, I got a <laughs> little bit from her um from Wolf Radio uh, on the weekend, but no, nah, she she was
0: lovely, Serlo. Love that. Uh, We'll crack into a bit of news as well, boys. Uh, Some big news. Speaking of Peter Sills, some big news on the AFLW space... um Doc, with the CBA looking very likely to be announced formally at some point today. The AFL had their um, meeting, the big, I think, general meeting yesterday.
2: Yeah, I, I, th- I think 1pm today is, so, is, is when they're going to announce well, it. By the
0: time this episode goes up, we'll know the finer details, but the details that we do know for now is that it's only been negotiated for one season, so just for this year's uh, second 2022 mm. season. Um Pay is all but doubled across the board for the players. Which which is massive. Absolutely outstanding. But still sticking, despite there being 18 teams, Miller, still sticking to a 10-game season this year.
1: We don't like this, obviously. No. We want more footy. (laughs) Uh, We want more women's footy. What, What would you say is an
0: appropriate set of rounds? Well
1: you got to... 17. 17. I'd say 17. Have have,
2: have everyone play themselves once. Yeah.
0: That was part of the why they only negotiated for one year Mm. because the players wanted to negotiate longer seasons for the next three years and the AFL wants to keep it as 10 games for the next three years until the players are going fully professional in 2026. Yeah. So, obviously, that's not the ideal. On the flip side, a perspective I did hear, Doc, uh, from a few players and sources was that um, some players who work, obviously, outside of footy um, are a bit, Um, hesitant to extend the season too soon as any longer than 12 weeks might become too hard for them in terms of taking leave and working schedules around work and Mm. things like that so it seems like before we reach the longest seasons there's going to be even need going to need to be even more money involved so that players don't have to worry about keeping a second job during that time
2: yeah well well it's it's good that the the pay is being raised a little bit mm. the minimum is 39,000 and the and the top, and the tier 1 players are getting i think 70,000 yes. which, w- which, which is good that they're getting a raise but it's not mm, but it's no, nowhere near enough it's not
0: only allowed two tier 1 players per club as well oh. i have read in that article
2: Gee we <laughs> can get stuffed that as so well
0: so only two players are getting anything close to a decent <laughs> wage per club so is that 2 18 36 players across a you know, a couple of hundred odd.
2: Can I just say, the sooner they get rid of Nicole Livingston, the better. <laughs> she has done absolutely next to nothing in, in, in this whole ordeal.
0: She, uh, I think there's been radio silence, Doc. She's oh. been busy, too busy commentating on the Ra- swimming championship. Radio
2: silence got off the bloody radar. <laughs> <laughs> She's uh, ho- ho- holed up in a camp in Guantanamo Bay or something.
0: <laughs> as much stick as we've given Gil across the years, boys, mm. he is always present when there's a major issue. And is always fronting haven't, the media. Haven't seen him. Haven't seen him in this
2: situation. <laughs> he's he's, no, he's no, over in no America schmoozing with uh, Paramount or
0: well, he only got asked. He was at the um, at the uh, Indigenous Round launch on Monday in South Australia, and that's the only reason why there were quotes from him at all because someone thankfully asked him while they were there. Yeah, thank Christ for that. We, we've at got we, we,
2: we've got we we've still got journos that care.
0: <laughs> so there's something. Yeah, better than nothing.
2: I just want to say the, the whole the, the whole thing that they've that's happened here it's just been shambles it's been pathetic mm. by by Gill by Nicole Livingston by literally all the head honchos at AFL House yeah. and the fact that we are now what in middle of May uh, we're supposed to start in August. And preseason's supposed to kick off shortly, and we still haven't had a date for trade period. We still haven't had a date for the no. draft. We still have Play,
0: these players that are joining new clubs. Doc, still unofficially signed yet? No, <laughs> they can't actually sign until no. the CBA is confirmed. It, it is it
2: is an absolute farce how this competition oh. is being treated, and no wonder no wonder you know people at NRL are bloody laughing their absolute chops off because they're mm. they're they're actually treating their women's competition seriously. Yeah. What what are we doing?
0: What I'm are, very happy to see. Players like Chloe Malloy Miller, who yes. are very oh. public in her airing of her grievances, and good to see more players are speaking up.
1: Publicly. We need, we
2: need more. We need yes. more. Yeah,
1: I think it's really good just for the game, and um, you know, a bit more empowering because at the end of the day, they're, they're the ones taking the field. They're the ones having to take your know, smaller salary and whatnot, so they should have the biggest say. So um, yeah, I've been really positive on her, and she's done a great job backing herself and just speaking her mind. It's been really good, but. Yes, I agree. Back to the sole point, doc, is that the the pay rise isn't big enough, but I suppose it is better than nothing. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll see how it goes, but it'll be very interesting when, how it w- pans out.
2: When 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 are they making the push for um full time? Was it twenty twenty seven? Twenty twenty six is the current well, plan. Twenty twenty six, right? So I would so. hope
0: to see those salaries at least doubled again. By that if point, if not more, yeah,
2: if yeah. not more, oh, I, I think they need to be quadrupled.
0: To top full. earners would be earning one hundred and fifty k by then, which is probably still too low. Nah. Yeah. yeah, if they're having a full season, full season and full
2: time, gotta be more, maybe more. Well, what would what would you say be would be enough for? Uh, I'd say an average player, <sighs> full time,
1: uh, two
2: hundred,
1: one seventy
2: five for an average for an average an average an average salary. Oh, okay, maybe a bit more.
1: I'd,
2: 250? I'd, I'd, yeah. Uh, I 225? I, I think if even, you know, if, if, say the tier one players get paid, what, 500, 600? Mm. 500, 600.
0: I think it'll it'll keep scaling. You look at uh, the recently announced deals uh, from Cricket Australia with their yeah. women's cricketers, and they're looking at an average. US of soccer team agreed yesterday, yeah, equal, uh, pay. equal pay with the men. I guess it's different for a national team. Uh, yes, it team, is very different. Yeah, for women's cricketers, are going to be earning on average 86000 as of this next pay deal. So I think we'll see it scaled along the lines of how that sort yeah. of developed and keep going up and up over time. Um, but yes, once we do get to full time, I think that has to at least be the benchmark. At yeah, least, Yeah, if not more. I agree. Average trending towards six figures. I um, no arguments here from us. <laughs> has to be, <laughs> has to be. No arguments. Uh, the other bit of news I wanted to discuss, boys. Um, the Indigenous All Stars game is looking back. to be revived. Yes. Uh, the AFL. Another thing they were discussing at the meeting yesterday um, to yeah bring back a game. I'm not sure who they're thinking of making the opponent, but looking in November, possibly.
2: Got um, to play Victorian team.
0: Oh yeah, play a Victorian team or something. Like in the I think. Team. I think. Um, it's a great idea, boys. It was clear that the the state of origin a couple of years yes. ago really drummed up a good bit of interest and people want to see these representative games. and Get this in Darwin
1: or end at the G. Have a two-game series or something. Oh, I like Best that. Best out of three. That is Ooh. good. Game at yeah, the G, game at Darwin. That'd be great. That'd be fantastic. Game at Optus Stadium.
0: I <laughs> 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 yeah, don't mind
1: that. It's not bad. I think that'd be great. Um, yeah. They sell out easily. There's yep. no doubt that that's what the people want. Uh, we don't want a night grand final. <laughs> that's what the people want. We want uh, Indigenous <laughs> All-Stars <laughs> back. That was fantastic when it was on. Instead of the stupid Zupa duper goal <laughs> worth <laughs> 60
2: bloody points. <laughs> Couldn't give a shit. Yeah. Um, as, long yeah. as,
0: as long as it's not AFLX, I'll watch it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, yeah pretty much. <laughs> um, sh- should we run, run through some AFLW signings? Oh, yes, there yes. were some big signings
0: across the week.
2: A pl- pl- plenty going on in the AFLW, despite the fact that uh, nothing is official. Um, but the players committed to signing. Hawthorne have announced a, a spate of signings. Um, Janet, mm. Janet Baird from the Suns, uh, Akek McCure Chuot from the Tigers, Jess Duffin from North Melbourne, Tilly Lucas Rod, the surprising oh, one.
0: The big coup. That's the, massive.
2: The big coup. Um, and also Sarah Perkins and Louise Stevenson. Not as yep. big coups, but I think very, very important Perko to them. Great signing there. Oh, yeah, Perkins is a good signing. I'm I think we
0: always knew she was Gonna go back
1: though, yeah. To the uh, Hawks.
2: Well, Mill and I were talking about it um, just just before we were um, we walked into the studio. I, th- I think that having played under Bet Goddard before, she knows that she'll she, get the best out of her. She'll get the best out of her, and yeah, I, absolutely. And her fitness base compared to season one has in incre- has been. Improved it has been an improvement massively,
0: absolutely, and becomes the first four club AFLW player as well. There you well, go, unbelievable! <laughs> four clubs in seven seasons. How that that's good effort? Very,
2: very, very good effort. Um Port have announced a couple of signings as well. Indy Tahu from uh big on that from Brisbane. Huge I, I on that. am a big fan of that because I think we love it. The fa- I think what was it? it was the second year. Uh, this year at, at Brisbane, and already she's managed to yep. slot herself in perfectly at, um, at AFLW level. I think she'll
0: it. thrive. She will thrive in there
2: absolutely. And Ebony O'Day as well from Collingwood, a, a very good signing as well. Not, I think probably not, probably not an A grade athlete, uh, an A grade player, mm. but you know what you're going to get from her week in, week out. She's, she's still only
0: 23 as well, Doc. If we she, remember, she's a great role player mm.
2: as well. Plays a tagging role really, really well. Can thro- can f- fly a couple of minutes in the midfield, win her own contested footy. Yeah, she's a good. She's going to be. She's a good player. I no, I'm, h-
0: I'm high, on <coughs> high on their signing support really really love them. Hmm.
2: And uh, um have has Ess- h- picked up anyone yet or have we have we covered all of them?
0: Uh not of recent I don't think. Um oh the other announcing's for for Port as well doc. The the nieces of uh the Cockatoo Collins brothers. Oh, um no, La- yeah. I don't I'm not I'm going to mess up their names here. I think oh, it's Laquoia <laughs> and Latonia. Um I th- I think that I think that's it. Cockatoo Motlap. Motlap. Dude yeah. that's some um, Fancy
1: name, love that. Bit of a mouthful the there, but um, that's great stuff. Um, yeah,
0: great story. There was the the video of of uh, Shay announcing it to oh, them and lots of emotion
2: over the Zoom. That's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, bloody wonderful. Um, yeah, no, b- these two can play. Apparently, they're very very uh, smart at ground level and very very clever. Yep. Um, at the f- at the foot of packs, playing you know the sort of full f- half forward, mm. half forward role. They're gonna be good players. Yeah, Man, very very keen. Good players They're in. signing
0: very well port i think at the moment
2: and and also i think the um the signing of maria maloney can't be understated as well mm. uh, was named emergency i think it was eight of the 11 mm. games at brisbane this year She's and one when,
0: of those players that never got a look in
2: and when she played she played very very well yeah. so i think at, at a system like port Pl- has, has played alongside Lauren Arnell as well, so yes. I think she'll know the exact sort of game style that she wants. Yes, uh, I, I, I think she'll, she'll be a very critical piece in the midfield. No,
0: I like that, Doc. I'm big on those signings. I think Port, suddenly they've come out of the gates, Miller, and they're signing a couple of Structured very, very, well. Nice ones, it yeah. looks very nice. I think the uh,
1: overall team with the pillars and what they're trying to build is, is going to work well with the veterans because mm. I think that they've, they've constructed the list very nicely. Yes, yeah.
0: I think with the Bombers, Doc, we might not talk about the VFLW signings. I don't know if we talked about them last. Week or not? I don't think we no, did. No, we did not. No, but not. uh, but
2: they, they signed four of them.
0: Fetty Fru, Joanne Dunan, they're both in. I'm a big fan of that. Freddie. Oh, Fetty. Fetty, Fetty, I couldn't be happy Danny Marshall getting another crack too, yeah. Doc. Very yeah. very excited to see her. She, she,
2: she had a very, she's had a very good year at VFLW level this yes. year. Danny Marshall. Was actually playing a little bit in the forward line last quarter. Um, yeah, in, in the, in the draw. <laughs> dynamics.
0: Yeah. I, uh, I think I like her better still as a defender. <laughs> yeah, no, she,
2: she, the way she's read but, the play um, this year has been fantastic in the defensive half. Danny yes. Marshall, I'm glad. And and Jordan Zanketta finally. Oh,
0: Zanketta. Finally. She's going to prove prove some people wrong, I think. She's a little meatball, is Zankel? <laughs> <laughs> She's a 158 centimetres, I think she is, but she goes bloody hard. Her <laughs> and Nance going together, they're going to be the little, a little dash sisters. Little Dion Prestia. Little about her. <laughs> in our midfield. I'm very happy that's with huge, that. That's <laughs> right, Them two, well, we might, once again, we're going for the shortest bloody midfield in the AFLW. <laughs> Maddie Presparkus isn't a huge figure by any means either, no. so <laughs> we're going to have... A little brigade of high uh, challenge, though. Eh?
2: But look, look, look! You might, you might, might not be the biggest, but I think you've got the most, I think you've got a great endurance base out of yes. out of and out of Prisbarcus, Zane as fan. well.
0: No, these teams are all lining up very nicely, and I'm very keen to see who the rest of the teams signed. Sydney are halfway done now. The Hawks are forty percent of the way through. I think we're yep. close to half uh, signed as well. So. Squads are starting to really Very take nice shape, boys. Yep. It's looking good.
2: Yeah. Uh, Sydney have signed about, what, 15, 16 players? Yeah. yeah, I
0: think they're up to 15. So 15 out of 30, they're looking nice too before they even hit the draft.
2: Yeah. They, they just signed Bella Smith as well from Collingwood. Yes, uh, the Swans, I do so say that. They're, they're, that's it. That's a nice little piece because she's still relatively young. I think mm. she's what in her third season. Yeah, early, nice addition early, to the spine. Early twenties, so she'll 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 be a very she'll be a very key pillar as well. Yes,
0: yep. very big on that. Let's move on to Alex Miller's team of the week. I'm lo- always
2: looking forward to this.
0: Yes, always hard selection. Been a late right? change again. Oh no! Oh, no, I was going to compliment you because we walked in and normally you're going. I need one more, boy. No. I need one more player. But this week, you were nice and settled, and now you've changed your mind. Just one player, late like change. Bro. All right. Give us a start from the back line, mate. Who have you got?
1: Firstly, you got Tommy Stewart. Very good for the Cats. 27 touches. Kept them in it all day. Had a great crack. Sam Collins, we spoke about before, being yes. fantastic for the Suns. And was it was a great nomination. Very close to my man of the week. Yeah. Very, very close. Uh, another Saints man, Jack Sinclair. Poor first half, but really responded after half time. 31 touches. Really, really good game from him. Bailey Dale, Doc, you'll be happy to see him back. Had a quite rough week last week, to understate it. Oh, he was uh, shit ass last week. He was shit ass last <laughs> week. 29 <laughs> touches this week. was really good. Very um, good. 639 metres gained to go Ooh. along with 11 marks as well. Dale played really well. Good game from him. Very, very good. Tom Is McCart- he All-Australian at the moment, Doc? Ooh, Ooh Dale. Yes. Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> okay. He might make the 40, but he's struggling a bit. So yeah, Sam no, Doffey's definitely in there, which he's at the halfback flank as well. Another great no, game for him. We, him. we talked about him. talked about him. as my man last week. Tom McCartney's centre-half back. Uh, really good game from him. On the wing. Not Baz Luhrmann. Baz Smith. Uh, <laughs> 40, 41 touches. No film directors here. <laughs> no film directors here. <laughs> Bailey Smith, 41 touches. and. 84 metres, going six clearances as well to go along with a bit of a Tongue action, waving at the Collingwood fan, a bit, of, <laughs> a bit of Python about him. Nine might inside 50s. directing
0: a different kind of film there.
1: Nine <laughs> inside <laughs> 50s, 13 score involvements. That is terrible, Alice Catalina. from you. Uh, in the centre, Jesus Christ. In the centre, we have uh, Callum Mills, been fantastic this year. 29 touches, 21 of them kicks, 13 tackles, 7 marks, 7 <laughs> clearances.
0: Nearly out-tackled our team by himself. My God,
1: he almost did. Seven inside 50s, nine <laughs> score oh involvements God. at 75%. If Efficiency, really good. Sam Walsh was great for Carlton again. Good to have him back from injury and playing really good footy. Uh, He had uh, two goals, 31 touches as well. Really nice. Adam Chalor we talked about. Cats man of the week. Outstanding. Another man of the week, Chol. Fantastic, Tolly. Four goals was really good. Cosy Pickett at half forward, three goals back to back weeks of three goals for Pickett. Love this. Luke Bruce, he's in the forward pocket. He, uh, he is a loser, but he he tried. <laughs> uh, three goals, one, 14 is, touches yeah. was very dangerous. A man who Cat said will never be in here again, and probably not. Paddy Ryder, marvelous final quarter.
0: mill. oh, drag he them, was dragging
1: uh, over the line on his own. Very back. good, three goals, but was very important for the for the win for the club. Uh, then we go to the Brisbane game. We go to the Ford Pocket. It's Charlie Cameron. Oh.
0: Four goals Pulled out the motorbike in about the first five minutes, boys. Yeah, he
1: pulled out the motorbike on the pre-game. <laughs> structured the way I saw him going about it. Four goals, really good. The Ruckman is Jared Witts. Uh, very yes. great shout from Cadders yeah. Pur, and he's definitely in there. Ollie Wines is in there as the follower. Responded well after a tough couple of weeks and guys had a criminally underrated season. Doc talked about him a few weeks ago on the deep dive. Brad Crouch. Going to be very important with Jack Steele being out. We forgot to mention the news. Uh, he'll be missed two oh, months. Unfortunately It's um, going to be a massive blow. But Brad Crash, 36 touches, pushed his St Kilda Saints back over the line this week. was really good. Uh, on the bench, Took Miller. We talked about 34 touches elite. Lockie Neal, still I'd say he's in front now of um, Paddy Cripps for Brownlow. Cripps wouldn't have got three this week. And Lockie Neal right. definitely would have because he had a goal. 36 touches as well. Seven marks, seven clearances. That's three votes there. All Corey right. Durden. Rising star this week Yes The little man Doesn't get a lot was of credit Was it Corey credit.
0: Durden Or Lockie Fogarty Doc <laughs> I don't know if you boys <laughs> saw was,
2: yeah. it, was it Sam Durden <laughs> AFL 360 I did see that Did you hear BT Call him <laughs> Sam Durden
0: <laughs> Reckon he came from North Melbourne Apparently
2: Yeah <laughs> The man
0: The man has About four different Identities already <laughs> No one knows who it, he is Probably about Four bodies
1: Shorter than <laughs> Sam Durden As well <laughs> uh, But Corey was good Two goals 19 touches His pressure's been great the last couple of weeks And got rewarded With the rising star mm-hmm. And the late change Dustin Martin is in this team, boys. Oh, I think oh, Dusty. You,
2: you've rubbished Tim. Dusty, Kelly off. Dusty, Dusty.
1: Tim Kelly is out because he's a goose. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Dustin Martin is in. You got to remember, Dusty hasn't played a long time. Three goals this week. Twenty touches. Yeah, Seventeen of them click kicks. Four clearances as well, and Dusty five inside fifties, ten score involvements at eighty no, uh, percent.
2: Alex Miller has no sympathy for the losers. <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> no sympathy for geese. Bad in luck this, in the uh, studio. That is the team of the week for round nine. And <laughs> I'm as Cat <a> <laughs> mentioned last week, the buy bi- r- bi- rounds coming up. We'll talk about who's got multiple nominations, oh, yes. who's tracking oh, well. I'm keen for that. Who's more. in the shit? Who hasn't got one yet? <laughs>
2: who's in the shit? <laughs> uh, but we
1: got the tips, Cat.
2: That you can. Yes, it is. Oh, it just gets worse for me uh, every uh, week, sp- doesn't sp- it? Speaking of who's in the shit.
0: <laughs> yes, yeah, so myself and Doc, we've tied on four. 45 now because I got five and Doc got six because, like an idiot, I tipped too many games that <laughs> I should Shout out to the have.
1: Giants who are never getting a tip from us ever
0: again, <laughs> Doc. <God. laughs> Not even this week against the Eagles, hey? Nah. Oh. Nah, I'm tipping <laughs> <laughs> Nah.
2: Tip Tim Kelly. Nah. nah.
0: Friday night, boys. It starts with also oh Alex Miller on top with fifty five. Yeah. He's ten ahead of us.
2: Bloody uh, well. hell! Well, that's common knowledge now.
0: There's no catching you, mate. Friday night. This is mm. a huge, huge game in the in the the, tips the season. This is the, the, the outcome of the season, boys. Both these teams pushing for top four positions. They both want to be there, and it comes down to a Friday night it's at big at Marvel Massive. Carlton and Sydney. There haven't been too many uh, particularly good games between these two mobs in recent times, as far as I can tell. But at Marvel Cat. This will be a big one. Who do you like? I want your insight. Who do you like early here? <laughs> I do like the Blues at at Marvel at the moment. Do
2: you? Yeah, I feel like I'm leaning more towards Carlton at this point. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I've I've been very critical about them as mm. you know they can't they can't can't run out of four quarter of effort, but there's just something about Sydney at Marvel that I just don't like at the moment.
0: We were we were a bit um up and umming and airing about the lack of Harry Mackay last week and how it'll change their forward structure. Structure looked okay. They probably weren't um, overly strong all game up forward. Small, and smalls
1: were a bit wasteful in the third quarter. I should have put the Giants away comfortably. Though. Yeah,
0: they were pretty, yeah. Um, so Midget Brigade needs a lift. Going to be harder against the Swans' back line, which has been, been pretty strong so far this year. But I think I might still back the Blues. I'm
1: going go to go the Swans. Oh. I think that uh, they're, they're in a good bit of nick. They'll be disappointed about the Suns' performance two weeks ago and they're bouncing back. Margin, gentlemen, from all of you, I'm going to Swans by 22.
2: I'm going to go Carlton by five points.
0: 15 by for Carlton. Very nice. Tips. We'll go with it. Saturday. Cats king, kicking us off. <laughs> cats versus Port cats. at Cadinia Park. Port, what do they want? Four in a row now. They're
2: four in a row now for Port. They're, they're Building. They're, they're yeah. finding something. Alex Mill's not they convinced. they back down to earth.
1: <laughs> Geelong will be very pissed off they lost uh, on the weekend. Yeah. I'll, I'll back I'll, the Cats in here.
2: I like the Cats too. They'll get up.
0: The boggers and the snus. This is a massive game. <laughs> oh. At Mars Stadium. <laughs> Bullbog vs. <be> snus. <laughs> Bullbog
1: vs. <be> snus. <laughs> and then after we got the dogs taking on the sun. So that, uh, <laughs> the curtain yeah, raiser. Yeah, the yeah, curtain b- raiser b- b-
2: Boggers vs. Snus is the Magoos. The, the curtain, <laughs> curtain, <laughs> curtain
1: raiser. We love that. <laughs> oh, Who are we Jesus. going? On? This is a massive game. At Mars Stadium, this you is say a cap. Massive
0: game. I think the dogs will have the edge at Mars. Dogs are uh, not confident at all out of there. It's a weird ground to go to.
2: It was wee- it was a weird performance last night by uh last week by the dogs. Um, mm. I mean blew Collingwood out of the water in the first in the first quarter and then sort of then fell asleep. And sort of did nothing the next two and then just sort of powered away. I'll uh, back the
0: boggers here, Doc. <laughs>
2: oh. I like the suns a little bit more here, boys. Yeah, I like
0: snuzz as well.
2: I like the snuzz. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna pat I'm gonna back the snuzz. Oh. I'm, I'm just gonna I'm gonna go the old uh, the old supporters charm here. Um it gets you, his old you, mob. You, you can't you can't lose.
1: Well you can <laughs> if you fuck up the tip. Well, uh, well you, you, got you, got you can't
2: if you can't if you tip the snuzz and uh, the question. dogs get up.
1: Great question, Cat. I'm gonna go
0: the dogs.
2: I think at Mars, like you said, yeah. they'll be strong. Yeah, I said I said that last I said it last <laughs> time against a crom and they've bloody pulled their pants down. Oh, that was an
0: interesting game as well. North Melbourne and Melbourne and Melbourne.
2: Yeah, Melbourne,
0: uh, not North. So, <laughs> anyone but North. Uh, pantsing
2: inbound here, mind
1: you. Like I said, I want to see North level a yes. contested possession or inside
2: fifty camp. Bit of fight, yeah, bit of fight. Show what me what? something. That, that's at Marvel, isn't it? Yes. Oh yeah, Melbourne. Mel- Melbourne will win by triple figures.
0: <laughs> not Jeez. sure why they put this game on a Saturday night. Adelaide and St Kilda. Sorry, cat. Uh,
2: the Crom. They've got what oh. two
0: Saturday night <laughs> games in a row here, Mill? How'd that happen? What the hell?
1: <laughs> what did the crows do to deserve this? Uh, nothing, because they're going to get thumps and Kilda Stainers.
2: Uh, also, can, uh, just just quack, just back to the dogs. Uh, can they can they can the AFL actually fixture us at a time where I can actually go watch them play, <laughs> as opposed to too many
0: Saturday Arvo games. Doc. Too many
2: Saturday Arvo games. I'm out playing footy, um, and I, and and too many Friday night games. Where I'm out working. There you go.
0: Next week you're on a Saturday night, but you're in Perth.
2: <laughs> yeah, well that'll be right. Um, <laughs> uh, what, what was the game? Uh, Adelaide St Kilda. Um, yes. So, Saints have actually played Adelaide Oval pretty well uh, um, in, in, they re- in beat, recent they years. They
1: beat Port a few years ago last be, year. Then? Be, no, no it wasn't, year before no, it
2: wasn't. It was year before, year yep. before they beat both Port and and Adelaide. Yep. Um, so I reckon the Saints will get up. Yeah. Be, inter- be interesting about Jack Steele. How they how it will they be. how they um. Yeah.
0: I think the midfield's been structured quite well, and I thought their second half, even without yeah. him, Miller, was still good. So. Well, Jack
1: Billings, one of the most important players out back, great yes. to see. He's on a career and best Gresham. year. Don't um, forget Gresham. Yeah, as Gresham well. and, and Ross and Jones. So they'll probably be able to cover. I would be interested to see. Would have been perfect. If they had Luke Dunstan. Uh, still true, but they said, "Piss off, mate." Um, so yeah, <laughs> S-
2: second highest Brownlow vote getter last year. Yeah, yeah kind, kind of insane. get a game
0: at Melbourne. Uh, I'm going to go the Saints here. All right.
2: Oh, yep, yep, yep.
0: Thanos, A3 right. Cup here, Kat. Yes, this, the third here, here battle of the 3 Cup, the Tigers and the Bombers. I believe this is the last meeting of the men's uh, mm. for the year, so we'll have to wait until at least August when the women's season starts and hopefully our teams will play against each other then. But um, I'm going to say my mob's going to go zero from two here and we are going to lose.
2: I want. I want to see. I want to see a line in the sand effort this week, Cap.
0: <laughs> you're, you're dreaming.
2: I want to. <laughs> e- e- even if they lose by 60, 70 points, I want to see some ticker. I want to see some fight. I want to see some <laughs> mongrel. I want to see the c word. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't know if that's uh, that's my mob.
2: You're doc, yeah, oh, well, look.
1: for dream time. They will show up though. I think they'll give it a fair crack.
0: I haven't showed up for many other dream times in the past. No, but. Few years. Um, Last, last year was good.
2: Good effort yeah, from... Well, until
0: we rolled over in the last quarter.
2: Well, I mean, they gave it a crack. I oh, did give oh, it a I'm crack.
1: Different Richmond, team from last year, though. Shout out to Marlon Pickett. Only he could design the jersey and get banned for the week. <laughs> that he, uh, had to wear it. It's <laughs> a <laughs> oh, lovely design. Stupidity. But shame he couldn't wear it. Uh, but yeah, will, He'll wear it the following week. You'd think you'd refrain from hitting
2: blokes the week before. You would.
1: you are wearing your before own such a, f- a fantastic round. <laughs> uh, but yes, Richmond. <laughs> yeah,
2: Richmond. Right.
0: The Giants and the Eagles. We
1: we we say
2: we we say we're not going to tip the Giants ever I, again.
0: Is anyone going to watch this game? No. Are even a Giant supporter going to watch this game? Do the Giants have any supporters left? I'd
2: I'd, ra- <laughs> I'd rather be face down in a ditch. I'm, than tipping, watch this I'm this game. tipping West Coast here.
0: Oh, you are
1: not. No, I am.
0: you are not. No, I am. no.
2: Yep. Giants. I say yeah. Look, I say we're not going to tip the Giants again. But I think under Mark McVeigh, first game,
0: they'll get he's us. actually done it. They'll West Coast us. are winning. He's actually done it. Oh,
2: well, look. Well, look. He's te- he's ten ahead of us, so he can he, he can afford to make Do like. a, a silly tip. <laughs>
1: silly tip. It's educated. <laughs>
2: educated. Educated. He
1: reckons. Uh, All right. Can't be educated.
2: I, I, I think that's just sour grape from how GWS played the last <laughs> week.
1: <way>. Speaking <laughs> of education, cat,
0: we're at the University of
1: Tasmania for this game.
0: <laughs> Hawthorne and Brisbane. Going to
1: play Tassie. at the light.
0: Lab, are they? <laughs> <laughs> interesting. <laughs> Hawthorne managed to beat Brisbane in Tassie last year.
2: Yeah, It's an interesting game. This one did Brisbane shit
0: the bed that game?
2: They, they
1: did. Were, yeah, they were terrible.
0: They, they,
2: they were 50 points down at one point, mm. Brisbane.
0: Oh, they've God. gone, in their last four games in Tassie, Brisbane have gone two from two against the Hawks there. So Great insight there. Lost, lost last insight. year, won the year before. So once they've since they've been in the top four, they are not overly... Mm. You gave us a good crack last week,
3: Hawthorne.
2: Yeah. As you mentioned,
0: Kent. I'll go the Lions still, though.
2: But I, want, I want to tip Hawthorne. But I think the Lions are too good at the moment. Yeah, I think Brisbane just very
1: hard to stop. Mm. Yeah, I,
2: I tipped I tipped at Tassie last. They were last time they were at Tassie, and they played the Swamp, and uh, the Swamp overpowered them in the last quarter. Yeah. Swamp shows strength. Last game, Kate. alrighty. Frio and Frio. Collingwood,
0: JLo lo revenge match.
2: JLo revenge match, yeah. Frio
0: James H revenge match,
2: yeah. And Lomu Frio in here. Uh, <laughs>
1: Jennifer Lopez revenge this match. This would be this, be, this be a good game because. Uh, yeah, a lot of lot of former players, or former coaches mm. as well. Um, They'd be very disappointed for from last week. They would be. They're going to respond at home. But Collingwood Collingwood, put up a fight here. Collingwood. Mm. Collingwood and Scott Amblebury. Scott Amblebury comes Who are back. Who you going, mate? Going for you? Yeah, I'm going for you. Big news, right. though, about Jackie Crisp. Cat uh, missed training yesterday. Could lose his streak of 172 <laughs> consecutive games. Jeez. Oh, no, if it's he a jeopardy. Uh, with illness. Cyberlum's so out with illness. But uh, there's this
0: bloody flu that's going around. It's killing players than, more than COVID. Than COVID. is. Yeah. Uh
1: Stuff the protocols. we got a guy... Uh Trying to enjoy a lunch and then coughing up a lung because <laughs> uh, of, of the local bug. But um, mm, geez. Uh, also th- yeah, I bottom out.
2: This just in the AFL's introduced the uh, the uh, cold and flu protocols. <laughs> you have to
1: have strep cells and uh, pass the test before. But uh,
2: <laughs> some, <laughs> some lemon honey tea as well. Yeah, oh, no, I'm,
0: I'm, I've got some dynamic tips there. Eh? <laughs> All
2: right, I oh, don't know about dynamic, mate.
0: All right, good tips, boys. Be an interesting round ahead. I'm keen. Some big games here. I think yep. the uh, Friday night it's going to be massive. Might get down to Marvel for that game. Should yes. be good.
1: Fear
2: Ripper. Yeah, well, geez, some good games. Uh, I'll, I'll look, looking forward. I'm, I want to see the replay of that Bulldog Suns game because it's mm. gonna it's gonna be very very good. Had
1: my first trip to Marvel on the weekend. Uh, oh yes, very what? interesting with what? the roof on. What,
2: what 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 of all time?
1: Yes, first all time. Oh. Uh so, yeah, St Kilda and Geelong. Been? Felt very confined coming from the G. Feeling <laughs> kind of like I was being put in a cardboard box and <laughs> what, the what, what,
2: what did you make of the uh, sexy scoreboards
1: oh uh, yeah Gil I mean uh, keeping it in your pants is what <laughs> I'd say <He's> enjoy- <laughs> enjoying it way too much there big fella but oh. uh, no it was good nice atmosphere very nice atmosphere. I think it's a bit more uh, condensed, but uh, yes. yeah, it was good. it's good. Good when there's big, big crowds
0: there, full yeah, house. Great still game goes as well, well. It was to watch. Yeah, yes. very good game. Very good. Well, that's going to do us for this week's episode of the A3 Footy Podcast. Thank you for listening along. Make sure you follow us across on all our socials to stay up to date when new episodes come out at A3 Footy Podcast on Facebook and Instagram at A3 Footy on Twitter, and of course, there's our email as well, A3 Footy at gmail.com. Good stuff, gentlemen. We'll be back here next week. Huge round ahead. Very, nice very keen here we go. Go Snuzz. Go Snuzz. (laughs) Go the Snuzz. With all that said, I've been Alex Catalano. I've been Alex Miller.
2: I've been Alex Docherty.
0: Join us next week. Go Snuzz. Go Boggers. Go Swan. go Go crumb. Go
2: Fumpy. And go Fumpy.
0: Go footy.